It's week 18 here at the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick, and we're starting off today's show talking about should you make the leap into entrepreneurship and what kind of things you should look for. Next, we're talking about NDAs and how important they are. Third is we got Amazon Prime Day coming up, but it's actually two days long, so we're talking about some of our opinions about that. And lastly, with the Special Olympics here in Seattle this week, they just had their first esports gaming competition in the Special Olympics, so we're giving that some credit and talking about that wonderful story. Thank you for watching us here on episode 18 of the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick. Please enjoy the show. Yo, Nick, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I am on the struggle bus today. I actually totally forgot that it was Friday because that 4th of July holiday just <laughs> threw off my entire week. And so I just finished watching the World Cup game and my phone buzzes and it's like, you got the catching up podcast in 10 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally didn't think about that this morning. I haven't looked at my calendar at all. And so, uh, yeah, I had to do some scrambling to catch up, but I think we'll be totally fine. Um, how was your Independence Day? It was great. Yeah, I I actually lived, you know, overlooking uh, Lake Union. And so, you know, just basically that day, we, we usually have people over and uh, just, you know, hang out and really don't go anywhere because the party and the fireworks are like right in front of us. So uh, oh, that was awesome. fun. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was a great day, man. Um, did you watch the South Lake Union fireworks? Yes, I did. I was at Gasworks Park. You were at Gasworks. Okay, question. Dude, did that seem a little – something seemed it off or it didn't work? Or did you – did anyone – were was anyone else making those comments or was it okay? I thought it was okay. I didn't notice, like, anything peculiar about what was going on. Well, because the um, – the, there was, like, a first kind of, like – like, three or four went off. And then – well, first of all, it was delayed for a while – yeah. Like it was supposed to start at 10. I think it was like 10 20 that it started and then three or four went off and then there was another minute or two. And it just seemed like in, there was no, um, there was no helicopters that usually they have Chinooks and helicopters that fly through. So I don't know if that was like scratch this year, but it just felt like in past years, there's like much more music coordination. There's more production and then the timing is usually on point. And this time it seemed like someone was scrambling and like, you know, the ignition maybe didn't work for a while or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly was in, in a position where I barely even noticed the fireworks <laughs> at all. It, it was, it was, a I got lucky and I got VIP passes to Gasworks mm-hmm. Park and they had an open bar and open food and everything and so yeah i mean i was there for six hours before the fireworks and it was just game over for me yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's the way it is it's uh it's the great day man um awesome well let's jump into the topics you want to start with us uh on your first subject here yeah so this kind of it's interesting question this uh hit my radar the other uh, the other day um so after our last uh founders live seattle event um uh a young a young guy reached out to me and was just like, Hey, you know, um, would love to get to know you a little better. And, uh, you know, long story short, I'm kind of just like 
at a job, but I don't fully like it. And I just have this feeling that I, I just want to know your path because I have some questions. And so we got on the phone yesterday and <clears throat> he basically was just like, I have this internal feeling like he's a, um, he's working as an architect and he's kind of going down that road. He's always wanted to. So let's just call it like a trade or a profession. Uh, but I, I'm only two to three years out of college and I hate the nine to five. I hate going to work. I really feel like I want to go do something else. And, you know, he's like, you look like you're doing some really cool stuff. Like, how did you get into this? Yeah. And, you know, his question is like, do I listen to that internal dialogue or do I just throw it away and just keep going to my nine to five and think it's going to get better? And, you know, my advice, you know, so I think the question is like, you know, should you make the leap into entrepreneurship? And, you know, my, my thoughts are, um, I told him, I said that, that gut instinct that that feeling you have in your gut is your gut instinct and it's it's you that is your intuition and you have to listen to it 100 percent uh it's never going to go away if you're feeling it right now you're gonna it's gonna get worse over the next two to five years and you know so I, i i just said first of all listen to it but then i you know i said you you need to take some time to really think about and get around the people, like keep coming to the founders. Like that was his first event, you know? So yeah. I was like, keep coming to these things, keep talking to people and, and doing different things, you know, get around a variety of different thoughts and um, perspectives. And I said, you know, take this summer and kind of be like, your, this is your kind of like transition or your at least bridge. And, you know, by fall, you might have the next thing that you want to work on, but, but, you know, know that there's a road here that you, if you be patient, you know, maybe it is six months a year, whatever, you're, you're going to start to see what else you want to do. Um, but don't think it's going to happen like tomorrow, you know? Um, and, you know, I just cautioned him on don't jump too quickly. But I, I also said, listen to that in, inner gut. Yeah, I think that's really good advice. I, I feel like a lot of times people don't say like, be patient when it comes to this, especially right now, like entrepreneurship is like the hot thing and it's the cool thing yeah. to go do. Uh, but I think that is probably some of the best advice. Like, and every person who's three, four years out of college is frustrated with their job. There's very, yeah. there's very few people that I know who have gone at, at that time in their life out of college and they were extremely happy. I, I only know a very few people who four years after graduating college are still in the same job. And so we, I have this kind of, I'm not theory, but I, I think we are kind of trained after three or four years to, to want to move on because we go through elementary school and junior high, mm-hmm. and then we go four years of high school. And then if you go to college, it's four years. Whoa, of college. So you're, you're right. Of, you're kind of programmed to expect these changes in these four year periods. So it's mm-hmm. very common, uh, especially think for younger millennial age people, because this is just what we've been brought up in and, and we're all very impatient and we want to grow our careers and be successful, you know, make a million dollars before we're 30 years old. So that's really common. And I think you gave him good advice. It's just about like, go out. And if you're working nine to five, like when, whenever I hear, like, I don't like the nine to five, I'm a little worried because like there, yes, there's no nine to five. If, if you go and you're trying to start your own business because it's 24 seven right there's like yeah. no there's no off times um right like the whole time for fourth of july even though i was like out hanging out with friends eating and drinking and everything like 
I was still thinking about I have to capture videos and create content and like be engaging and and know what's going on and, and network with people. And so it's constantly working. Um, obviously, I have some flexibility in other times of the day, but like it's not going to get easier. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah. And, and it comes down to what's your financial situation and what are you willing to live with? Right. Because if he's an architecture and he's making some good money, if he wants to go join a startup, you know, he might be making half of the money next year. And that's not an easy transition to go make if, if you're willing to go sleep on a futon or rent an apartment with a bunch of people, then, then that'll be good. But a lot of times people have lifestyle decisions that are hard to get away from. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, these are all incredible, com- you know, considerations and that's why it's like not it's not the easy choice but you know, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think in the end you know just being yeah patient talking to people get perspectives and then just see kind of how it unfolds you know he'll, he'll be okay but um yeah so totally uh, so let's let's jump to the next one uh just because it's kind of on the same topic and then we'll flow into yours um you know the the other the other one that came up, um, so, you know, Joe Wallen is a lawyer here in Seattle. He'll be doing a talk on Founders Live um, next week around uh, NDAs and IP assignments, so non-disclosure agreements, which basically, if, if you're not familiar, uh, these documents are some pretty, pretty kind of boilerplate cut, you know, just basic legal documents that are created a non-disclosure agreement basically says in a lot more words it says you will not share these specific trade secrets and information that you learn when you work or co-found a company you know or even just like kind of do a contract work with um with any any uh company you will not share specific information externally and then it has all these you know other tenants of it and all that but um what's interesting is especially from the startup world you know ndas can be thrown around too freely and sometimes if you do that as a founder you look like an idiot because you know just the fact is if you're going to sit down with a potential investor and you're going to share your vision with them and what you do because it's important for them to know don't expect them to sign an nda and you know um so I guess, Connor, have you come across this at all? And what do you, what are your thoughts of, you know, uh, freely or not throwing around NDAs and, you know, it's okay and specific when you're talking about the employees and the founders and the, you know, when you join a company, but outside of that, do you think it's like a good idea to throw an NDA in front of someone's face to have them sign it before you give them any more information? No, and I, I can imagine that people kind of use it like as like a yeah. flex, right? Like, you know, when they they think they are on to something, like, oh, if I make them sign the NDA, they're they're gonna think I'm serious or that this is even more special than it actually mm-hmm. is. Um, but I can see how investors are just like, really, like, are if if you're that worried about the things I'm gonna take from this meeting, then maybe we shouldn't do business together. Yeah, I just think like. It can easily be a stretch when it comes to employees, especially contract workers. That's where it makes the most sense. Um, and I don't have a lot of experience. I'm not meeting with investors or trying to raise money, at least at this point. And so I'm not too familiar with it. But but just based off uh, some of these initial comments, I'd probably like, yeah, why are you really giving away that many things? Like, if, yeah, I guess it just really depends on like 
what this intellectual property is that you're trying to protect and is that dealable um and then replicatable and then i mean we've talked about this before like i think a week or two ago we were talking about sharing your ideas with people and it's like yo like these people still got to go execute and i know the investors are people who know things that are going on but really like it's even even if that investor goes and shares that information with someone else it's going to be really hard to like follow up and say you broke our nda and all that kind of stuff you know um the the flip side is these things you know so uh the waymo and uber um i think that that was the lawsuit that was going on um which is basically Uber versus Google and their auto um, driving units. Um, in the end, there was an individual that was early in Uber. Then he went over to Waymo, went, went to Waymo and then Google acquired Waymo. And so then this guy had quote documents and IP from Uber. So there's, there's times when this type of stuff does stand up, but it's very expensive. And a lot of times it goes court and all that. But I think in the end, you know, as a founding team, you want the people who are around the company and building it using their intelligence to build the product and the company, they need to sign NDAs. It's just, and, and at, at some point, an investor is going to, you know, sign that document when they actually, you know, wire the money and actually make an investment. Um, but outside of that, yeah. you know, it is not good form to um, put these in front of people when you're just having a conversation. Um, I've had, I've had a few of these like that and some of them I've signed and some of them I'm like, I'm not going to sign that. Um, but it's, it's just interesting. So, um, if you're wondering about NDAs and IPs, um, there will be a talk on founders live on, uh, on Thursday, the what, 12th. So, uh, pay attention to that and it's going to be a great conversation. So you'll learn more around that stuff. Yeah, that's a really good topic. I'm glad yeah. that you guys sort of added that. Yeah. Just yeah. good people too. So I think that'll be very helpful. Um, excellent. All right. So the next topic that I wanted to bring up is, uh, that came out in the news was Amazon prime day, which is now actually two days coming up on July 16th and July 17th. And right. As we know, prime day is pretty much way bigger than black Friday here in America. And so I just find it crazy that it's only a couple years old and we're already at an 18 to 20 hour mm-hmm. sales flash and like do you think this has just gone out of control should they just keep it one day or you know what, what are your thoughts about prime day are you gonna yeah i probably won't prime day? You know, I'm, I'm i'm definitely not the <laughs> the i guess most desired amazon um you know shopper i you know I, I probably buy like one or two things a month from amazon if if that maybe one a month on average but um you know i'm just i'm I'm not the person who's going to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on prime day just because it's prime day. So, um, so that's not me, but I do think at some point, you know, it's called prime day for a reason. So, you know, let's, let's maybe keep it at, keep it at 24 hours. And, you know, this also kind of affects, you know, when you think about like measuring and looking at growth and success metrics, you know, you got to keep the time length constant so you can look at, growth measures you know and Mm -hmm. so now if we're going to start extending it to you know 18 hours and then 24 hours and then 48 hours um yeah like you know it goes further than one day and then it goes like into the next day and then it goes into the next day well it's kind of hard to understand what the the absolute growth success rate is if you're just extending the period of time you know Uh, so 
so that's 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 one thing and you know but i do i give amazon they're clearly proven that uh they are willing to they're willing to test an experiment which i absolutely appreciate yeah and and it almost feels like eventually this is going to be like a week-long thing and yeah. maybe they'll end up doing that more during the holiday season, right? Like a uh, 12 days of deals kind of concept. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to have a million different things marked down. I didn't see any information about what's going on at Whole Foods. I think Whole Foods is very intriguing if there's going to be uh, some deals on Prime Day at Whole Foods. I think that'll be yeah. really interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I'm Nothing that I'm going to wake up early in the morning to go buy. Uh, but there was... I was told by my girlfriend that there's supposed to be a bunch of Nike products um, integrated in Prime Day this year because of their partnership, which I thought oh, nice. uh, could be kind of interesting. That, that'll be different because usually it's a lot more electronic focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all right, on to the last category for the day. And so on Sunday here in Seattle, there was the opening ceremony for the 50th annual Special Olympics USA Games um, hosted at Husky Stadium. And I was lucky enough to attend that event, which is just was absolutely spectacular. Cool. Um, heartfelt. It was one of those things that like we laughed, we cried, we danced. Like it was a celebration, um, but just such a powerful moment of inclusion and support and encouragement. But it's really cool because it's here in Seattle. Microsoft is a big sponsor, and so they actually brought the first esports competition into the Special Olympics this year. Um, so this happened on Monday at UW, and they played, obviously, a Microsoft game. They played Forza, which is a car racing game. Um, mm-hmm. And they had eight unified teams from athletes all over the country, including um, some people here from Washington, uh, to meet up. And they did this giant race, and it just looked like it was a fantastic success. And so uh, based kind of on that momentum, there's no doubt that these esports games are going to remain part of the special olympics based off the success here do you see esports becoming mainstream game is it going to compete with the nfl and the nba one day and is it going to get as far as being in part of the the larger olympics yeah i think so and i i say that by just observing and not not being a gamer and not really actually like you know i i just look i'm physical sports i'm you know i grew up as an athlete i watch a tremendous amount of sports um side note i've had trouble getting into the world cup this year i think it's the the timing of the games and i guess where i'm at in terms of you know heads down career and like building this company and you know (laughs) all that stuff but you know like you know world cup comes around of course i'm you know at least aware and watching it and um you know just from the nba to you know, I, I'm actually just jump, man. For the first time in a while, I check the Major League Baseball standings almost every day. <laughs> like Mariners are Mariners are for sure. It, unless something really tragic happens this summer and fall, it looks like we're going to be in the playoffs for the first time in shoot almost 20 years. Um, so that's like amazing. And so my point is, I'm I am not from this direction of interest, but I can tell you that just when you look at the the trends and you know, just um, just how technology and, and the, the development acceleration of this area of the world, for sure, when you look at how commercial it can become, that it will it will be in the Olympics. And if you want to talk inclusion, it just it, it definitely includes a population of the world that 
for whatever reason, genetically, we, you know, aren't blessed from a athletic physical standpoint, but they might be blessed more in hand-eye coordination and intelligence in that direction. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to, you know, those are the world-class esports athletes. Um, so I think that that's really interesting when you call an athlete from esports that's sitting there playing a computer. Um, but in the end, that's the new, this is a whole new realm and we're going to have to see how it all kind of unfolds. But I do think it'll be a major sports league. I think that there's going to be interesting branding and, you know, kind of commercialization of it. And then lastly, I think it will be in the Olympics. Yeah. And you make a good point about the, just the hand eye coordination. And when it comes to who the elite gamers are, there's, there's no doubt. There's just a physical um, gift that the better players have. And so it's very similar in how that parallels major professional sports because, you know, usually there's, there's just some, you know, born talent that puts them, you know, ahead above so many other people. And and that's definitely present, but I've been here in Seattle. There uh, is no longer the Dota two international tournament here in Seattle, but the last two years was here and they sell out key arena for an entire week Mm -hmm. uh, to go see this game. And it was, absolutely incredible and, and when you talk about globally i know in china they're selling out giant soccer football size stadiums you know sixty thousand wow. people to go watch people play video games and so i almost feel like it's already here it's still like in that underground phase but it's it's going to be in front of us very very quickly and um i mean the first big gamer right now his name is ninja and he got really popular because he played fortnite with drake um live on twitch a couple weeks ago and so yeah. he's kind of like this first really big gamer and i think it's just the very beginning we're going to start having these uh mainstream they're almost like djs um come out yeah. of nowhere and, and you know get this big recognition and sponsorships and start seeing them in mainstream media uh but yes yeah, it's just a special shout out to the special olympics all of the athletes and their families visiting us here in seattle we welcome you we wish you all the best of luck in competing and it's just such a special moment for our city to be hosting the 50th annual games i had to work it into the podcast um because it's just such an awesome event um and i'm i'm grateful that we're hosting it here that's awesome so that's the end of our show thank you very much nick for uh being patient with me on the slow start but uh do you have (laughs) anything to follow up with our listeners for the upcoming weekend no, just have, have a great weekend, and um, if you're listening to this uh, in some time in the future, uh, hopefully on, if, you want, if you're curious about some legal questions around entrepreneurship and starting your own company, Thursday, July 11th, we'll be having a discussion on Founders Live, so maybe uh, that's 12 p.m. Thursday, July 11th. Fantastic. Check us out there at founderslive.com. We appreciate you, as always, for your attention and for your ears. Please enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe. And go learn something new. Nick, I'll talk to you next week. Peace.